All right, everybody. God bless you. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. I say us because this is a uh, community of individuals who want to hear God's word and learn learn a little bit more about the Bible, about the character of Jesus Christ, and how our our lives should be affected when we follow the word of God. Um, I pray that you are all desiring change in your life, the change that inevitably comes from reading the word of God. And um, and I also hope that you've been encouraged through these read alouds. Uh, it's a different delivery. We can, of course, we can and we should definitely be going off reading the Bible on our own and studying in our quiet time by ourselves. But this is also another uh, platform and another way to receive the word of God. And I encourage many different um, platforms or many different ways to receive God's word. I, I encourage that. So, yes, you should be. We should be reading our word by ourselves. Yes, we should be uh, going to church and receiving sermons and teachings that way. Um, we should we should find different sermons and messages online, different Christian books and um, different podcasts, certain music, everything that is preaching the truth of God's word um, in the center of the message, keeping that truth in the center of God's message. We should just be consuming it as often as possible to edify us and to help us grow. And whatever we consume, uh, that is what we're going to bear that. We're going to start to bear fruit. So we'll, our speech should reflect what we've been consuming, our character should reflect what we've been consuming. So all that to say, I appreciate you. Do me a quick favor, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please leave a review. And number two, please share this podcast with one other person. All right, the first person you just thought of, do that, share it with them. And I appreciate it. And let's get into the word. All right, we are in the book of Acts, chapter 13, and we're in the ERV, the easy to read version. The first caption reads, Barnabas and Saul given a special work. Let's see what it is. In the church of Antioch, there were some prophets and teachers. They were Barnabas, Simeon, also called Niger, Lucius from the city of Cyrene, Menaean, who had grown up with King Herod. There's a caption above King Herod. It reads, literally, Herod the Tetrarch, see Herod Agrippa one in the word list. And Saul. So these four individuals. Verse two, these men were all serving the Lord and fasting when the Holy Spirit said to them, appoint Barnabas and Saul to do a special work for me. They are the ones I have chosen to do it. So the church fasted and prayed. They laid their hands on Barnabas and Saul and sent them out. Barnabas and Saul in Cyprus. Verse 4. Barnabas and Saul were sent out by the Holy Spirit. They went, remember the Holy Spirit is our helper. He comes alongside of us and he will guide us into all truth. So right now Barnabas and Saul are most certainly being led and helped by the Holy Spirit led to all truth. It says they went out to the city of Seleucia 
Then they sailed from there to the island of Cyprus. When Barnabas and Saul came to the city of Salamis, or Salamis, they told the message of God in the Jewish synagogues. John Mark was with them to help. It's interesting because um, we, we learned that Peter was sent to the Jews, Paul was sent to the Greeks and, and the non-Jews to preach the word of God. Same message, different audiences. Peter was a Jew. He was preaching Christ to Jews. Paul, Paul, the apostle, well, Saul, he's still called Saul at this point. Saul is a Jew and a Pharisee, but he's also a Roman citizen. And he can speak Greek as well, which I, which I was thinking of the other day, had this revelation that Peter is preaching to the Jews, speaking to them in their native language. And Paul is teaching the others um, in, in, in their language, not his native language, but a language he's familiar with and able to reach them with. So that's interesting. And now they're in, a, in an area where they're back preaching to the Jews. They're, they're teaching in Jewish synagogues. So Paul, Saul, still, still named Saul, his name's eventually, I forget when, is going to turn to Paul. Um, but for now, it's still Saul. Saul can swing both ways. He can, he can teach the Jews in their language and he can teach the Greeks in their language. Very effective. I mean, God knew what he was doing when he chose Saul to serve him. It goes on to say, when Barnabas and Saul came to the city of Salamis, they told the message of God in the Jewish synagogues. John Mark was with them to help. They went across the whole island of the city of Paphos or Paphos. There they met a Jewish man named Bar-Jesus who did magic. He was a false prophet. He always stayed close to Sergius Paulus, who was the governor and a very smart man. He invited Barnabas and Saul to come visit him because he wanted to hear the message of God. But the magician, Elimas, as Bar-Jesus was called in Greek, spoke against them, trying to stop the governor from believing in Jesus. So this guy is trying to interfere with the message of God. Certainly, whether he knows it or not, is doing the work of Satan, trying to stop the spread of God's message, trying to stop, trying to stop the work of the Lord. But um, as we will see, that's not going to stop the work of the Lord. But it's interesting where people will come in and, and try to um, interfere with the work of the Lord. So. Uh, he says, so this magician, Elimas, also known as Bar-Jesus, spoke against them, trying to stop the governor from believing in Jesus. But Saul, also known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked hard at Elimas and said, you son of the devil, full of lies and all kinds of evil tricks, you are an enemy of everything that is right. Will you never stop trying to change the Lord's truth into lies? Will you, will you never stop trying to change the Lord's truths into lies? Now the Lord will touch you and you will be blind. For a time, you will not be able to see anything, not even the light from the sun. Then everything became dark for Elimus. For Elimus. He walked around lost. He was trying to find someone to lead him by the hand. When the governor saw this, he believed. He was amazed at the teaching about the Lord.
a lot just happened there. First of all, Paul calls out this guy who's working magic, trying to interfere with the message of the Lord and, and stop the governor from hearing the truth about Jesus Christ. Paul calls him out in a mighty way and also tells him that the Lord is going to take away his sight. And it happens. It comes to pass. And now this man is blind. And nevertheless, the governor still received the message of Jesus Christ and believed. He was amazed at the teaching. So like we've been hearing throughout the book of Acts, the, the apostles are, are going around preaching the message of Jesus Christ, but it's being followed with signs and wonders. So not only are they preaching the message, but they're performing miracles and, and, and these different signs that show the power of the Holy Spirit. Mind you, Luke, as he, he's, he's the author, the, uh, the narrator of this book, remember, he's intentional about saying where their power and authority comes from. It's in the name of Jesus Christ. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit that they're able to do these things. So they're preaching the message of God and the Holy Spirit is enabling them to, do, to work these different signs and wonders and people are believing. Next caption reads, Paul and Barnabas go to Antioch and Pisidia. Pisidia. So now Saul is officially Paul. We just read that in Acts chapter 13. It was verse 9. So that's the very first time, Acts 13 verse 9, that Saul was called Paul. And now I believe from here on out, he will be called Paul. The caption reads, Paul and Barnabas go to Antioch in Pisidia. Verse 13, Paul and the people with him sailed away from Paphos. They came to Persia, a city in Pamphylia. There, John Mark left them and returned to Jerusalem. They continued their trip from Perga and went, into, and went to Antioch, a city near Pisidia. On the Sabbath day, they went into the Jewish synagogue and sat down. The law of Moses and the writings of the prophets were read. Then the leaders of the synagogue sent a message to Paul and Barnabas, quote, Brothers, if you have something to say that will help the people here, please speak. So they go, they go visit the church. They get acknowledged after the message is shared. And they're like, yo, if you guys got something to say to the congregation, please speak. Let's see what happens. Verse 16, Paul stood up raised his hand to get their attention and said, people of Israel and all you others who worship the true God, please listen to me. The God of Israel chose our ancestors. And during the time our people lived in Egypt as foreigners, he made them great. And during the time our people lived in Egypt as foreigners, he made them great. Then he brought them out of that country with great power. And he was patient with them for 40 years in the desert. God destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan and gave their land to his people. All this happened in about 450 years. After this, God gave our people judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. So he's given, he's, right now he's giving them an Old Testament history lesson. Then the people asked for a king. God gave them Saul, the son of Kish. Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin. He was king for 40 years. After God took Saul away, 
God made David their king. There's a scripture that all authority is, is given um, by God the Father. Authority comes from heaven. Um, that is still true to this date. And uh, as you see here, um, Paul was intentional when he said that God took away Saul as king and then he appointed David as king. God is in control of the authority figures. He brings them to power and he takes them away from power. It says, this is what God said about David. David, the son of Jesse, is the kind of person who does what pleases me. He will do everything I want him to do. As he promised, God has brought one of David's descendants to Israel to be their savior. That descendant is Jesus. Before he came, John told all the people of Israel what they should do. He told them to be baptized and to show they wanted to change their lives, to repent. That's repentance. Verse 25, when John was finishing his work, he said, who do you think I am? I am not the Messiah. Talking about John the Baptist. He says, I am not the Messiah. He is coming later. And I am not worthy to be the slave who unties his sandals. My brothers, Paul goes on to say in verse 26, my brothers, sons in the family of Abraham and you other people who also worship the true God, listen. So like I just said, Paul um, is Jewish and he's speaking, even though he was sent to the Greeks in this current situation, he's speaking to the Jewish people and he, and he addresses them as his brother, gives them an Old Testament teaching to show them that this is how we move now. This is our this is where our faith has led to. And this is what was promised and prophesied and spoken of all throughout the Old Testament. It is here. This is the time to believe in Jesus Christ. This is the promise of God. So he says, my brothers, listen, the news about this salvation has been sent to us. The Jews living in Jerusalem and their leaders did not realize that Jesus was the Savior. The words the prophets wrote about him were read every Sabbath day, but they did not understand. They condemned Jesus. When they did this, they made the words of the prophets come true. They could not find any real reason why Jesus should die, but they asked Pilate to kill him. Verse 29, these Jews did all the bad things that the scriptures said would happen to Jesus. So these guys fulfilled the prophecy spoken about what would happen and the persecution the Messiah would face, the, the persecution Jesus would face. Then they took Jesus down from the cross and put him in a tomb. But God raised him up from death. After this, for many days, those who had gone with Jesus from Galilee to Jerusalem saw him. They are now his witnesses to our people. We tell you the good news about the promise God made to our ancestors. We are, the, are their descendants, and God has made this promise come true for us. God did this by raising Jesus from death. We also read about this in Psalm 2. Quote, You are my son. Today I have become your father. That's from Psalm chapter 2, verse 7. God raised Jesus from death. Jesus will never go back to the grave and become dust. So God said, quote, I will give you the true and holy promises that I, that I made to David. That's from Isaiah 55, verse 3. 
But in another psalm, Paul goes on to say, in another psalm, it says, quote, you will not let your Holy One rot in the grave. Psalm 16, verse 10. David did God's will during the time he lived. Then he died and was buried like all his ancestors. And his body did rot in the grave. But the one God raised from death did not rot in the grave. Brothers, understand what we are telling you. You can have forgiveness of your sins through this Jesus. The law of Moses could not free you from your sins. But you can be made right with God if you believe in Jesus. So be careful. Don't let what the prophets said happen to you. Quote, listen, you people who doubt, you can wonder, but then you go away and die. Because during your time, I will do something that you will not believe you will not believe it, even if someone explains it to you. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 5. Verse 42. As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, powerful message. So that was it from Paul's message to the people. Awesome that they gave him a chance to speak because he just laid it on them. All truth. And um, yeah, that's the gospel. That's the good news. He gave, him, he gave him a history lesson, brought them up to speed with the current event gave them the opportunity to repent. Verse 42, as Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people asked them to come again on the next Sabbath day and tell, and tell them more about these things. That's awesome. It doesn't always happen that way. If your message is received, great. If not, keep it moving. Their message was received and they were invited to come again next week and, and teach them more. They were hungry for more. That's awesome and encouraging. After the meeting, many of the people followed Paul and Barnabas, including many Jews and people who had changed their religion to be like Jews and worship the true God. Paul and Barnabas encouraged them to continue trusting in God's grace. That's powerful. So people were being converted to true uh, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, true faith in God Almighty um, and the believer, the number of believers of this new movement continues to grow. On the next Sabbath day, almost all the people in the city came together to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews there saw all these people, they became very jealous. Shouting insults, they argued against everything Paul said. But Paul and Barnabas spoke very boldly. They said, We had to tell God's message to you Jews first, but you refused to listen. You have made it clear that you are not worthy of having eternal life. So we will now go to those who are not Jews. This is what the Lord told us to do. Quote, I have made you a light for the other nations to show people all over the world the way to be saved. That's from Isaiah, end quote. That's from Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6. Verse 48, when the non-Jewish people heard Paul say this, they were happy. They gave honor to the message of the Lord and many of them believed. These were the ones chosen to have eternal life. And so the message of the Lord was being told throughout the whole country. But the Jews there caused some of the important religious women and the leaders of the city to be angry and turn against Paul and Barnabas and throw them out of town. So it was going well. People were coming to Christ, Jews and non-Jews alike. Um, but then jealousy comes in. 
and they get Paul and Barnabas thrown out of town. Verse 51, so Paul and Barnabas shook the dust off their feet, just like Jesus had told them to do, told his disciples to do. There's a caption above feet. Um, It says, a warning. It showed they were finished talking to these people. Then they went to the city of Iconium. But the Lord's followers in Antioch were happy and filled with the Holy Spirit. That's beautiful. So Paul and Barnabas are putting in work boldly, sharing the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Many are receiving the message, Jews and non-Jews alike. Um, Some are not believing it and uh, starting to, uh, I I was going to say persecute, um, but they're they're just re- they're basically just being rejected by others other people, already being thrown out of different towns. But nevertheless, they are moving effectively. Not everyone's going to receive the word of the Lord. Okay, not everyone's going to accept the message of Jesus Christ. But it doesn't and shouldn't. Sorry about that. It doesn't and shouldn't stop us from preaching and sharing the good news. All right, man. So. And I love how it ends. The followers, the Lord's followers in Antioch were happy and filled with the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus. Um, let us pray. That was a long chapter, a powerful chapter. And uh, yeah, let's pray. Glory to God. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now. Uh, after receiving the G- the message, the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Uh along with a history lesson from the Old Testament by Paul the Apostle, a wonderful teaching, a wonderful wonderful reminder of how we got from the times of Moses all the way up to the grace of God through his son, Jesus Christ, which that same message extends to us today. So relevant, so powerful. Lord, I pray that you stir the hearts of the people to accept your message, to receive you, and to really reflect on, on our own life and repent um, repent where we I was gonna say where we need to repent but in general we should all repent um, check our hearts continue to change us and mold us from the inside out redeem us chip away at our at our hardened hearts um, mold us into the people you have designed us to be we thank you Lord we bless you we honor you um, in Jesus name thank you Lord amen all right everybody that was it from chapter 13 in the book of Acts Stay tuned for chapter 14. I appreciate you guys rocking with us. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay encouraged. And I'll talk to you next time. All right? Peace.